Welcome to One Quick Point, the strategy-focused podcast geared towards leaders in the C-suite and professionals on their way there. At One Quick Point, you'll be able to find impact-focused advice to help you set your intentions for the day. I'm your host, James Walker. Let's jump in. So today's One Quick Point is about staying relevant. What can you do to stay relevant? This is something that I've been thinking about myself most recently um, as we round out the new year. And it's really the idea got spurred by an article I saw about Ford Motor Company. So quite some time ago, I think it was about Q2 2017, um, Ford switched out their CEO. So the current CEO now is Jim Hackett. And what uh, got me interested in this story is that he's the former CEO of Steelcase. So it's an office furniture company. Talk about transferable skills. And this is something that I picked up at CERN when I was getting my MBA, really thinking through where the different sectors that you could work, how are different things, that you, how are different ways you could approach things. And, you know, so many times I see in the PR space and the marketing space, so many people are focused on whether or not you have skills or background working in their sector, working for their size company. And those things are important. But there's some things that just go across the board when you're thinking about how you engage audiences, how you manage companies, how you lead teams that really work across the board and they are transferable. So good for Ford in, in terms of thinking a little bit further outside their normal circle of the auto manufacturing space as they were looking for new leadership. And I think Jim Hackett is delivering in terms of the plan that he's put forth to help Ford stay relevant and stay competitive um, in this new landscape. In addition to rebranding the company more so as a technology company, which a lot of people are saying these days, this is not a new trend. But he's also narrowing down what they're doing in terms of car production. And when you're thinking about how you want to stay relevant, sometimes you need to narrow your focus and zero in on the most profitable areas of your business. Ideally, you're going to do that in a space that people also have a a great amount of demand. So hopefully the most profitable area is the area where you can achieve high volume because that's what people actually want. But once you figure out those areas, then you need to kind of redirect your resources so you can get the highest return on your invested capital. Um, This is a big thing. I remember one of my favorite classes was an intro strategy class with uh, Professor Sonia Marciano at NYU. And her thing was always ROIC, ROIC. That's what we all need to be focusing on. And for a while, you you know, she'd drill it into your head, but you'd start to see how the strategy really worked so that in the process of redirecting all those resources, narrowing your focus to the places that are really profitable, you can gain more market share, start to push your competitors out, and over time, you're back in the game. So it sounds really easy in one or two sentences to say that this is what you need to do, but what's really going on at Ford and many companies that are out there trying to stay relevant is that they are focusing on the hard work and the tough decisions. So one of the tough decisions that Ford decided to make under Hackett's leadership is to stop making cars. Just think about that. Ford, 200 plus year brand out there making cars. This is what they do. And we are saying now that they're not going to do that anymore because that's the way that they see the path of the company going forward. They're going to focus on trucks and SUVs. Now, I currently own and drive a Ford Fusion that is, you know, it's it's fighting the good fight. Um, but I know the background of a Ford and I grew up, my father had a Ford Mustang, 86 Mustang, loved it, navy blue, perfect hum. It, it was just, you talk about encapsulating my childhood and now very funny now that, you know, I'm, I'm an adult and I have a family that I'm too driving a Ford. Those cars won't be there. 
except for the Mustang. They smartly kept that, which is a huge part of their brand, a huge level of nostalgia in, in company there. And honestly, they're known for their muscle cars, and that, that Mustang is really what's, what's, what's holding it down in that category. So that's a smart thing that they're doing there. But they're narrowing their focus, and this is something we actually talked about in strategy with Subaru, another company that they have multiple models, but they're really running off of two chassis when they're doing that. The frame of the car, you either have the Outback frame or you have the Impreza frame. And it it was blowing my mind. And maybe for you guys, this is something that you've seen and known, but there are so many ways that you can focus what you're producing and customize little bits and pieces of it so that you have a full product offering. So just think about it in your day-to-day life as you're thinking about it, and I'm certainly thinking about it in mine. As I work with clients in, in, in many types of organizations, what's your product offering? How do we narrow that focus down into what's making the most profit, what can help you capture market share, and then also think about how you can repackage that and rebrand that so you can stay relevant. On the complete flip side, instead of narrowing the focus, sometimes you need to expand and have partnerships that really feed into it. And when I say flip, I really mean flip because the company that we're going to think about and talk about is Champion. Now, that clothing company brand is is another one that I've known my entire life, but it's gone through different fits and starts, at least for me personally, in terms of where I ranked it, in terms of what I was interested in, what I was willing to wear, and then also, too, what I see people in the community around me and online and what they're doing as well. So, what got me onto Champion most recently is I was on Instagram and I got served an ad for uh, Champion sweatshirt, I think it was. But the brand that was advertising it is what raised my brow. It was Lord and Taylor, and I thought they're selling Champion and Lord and Taylor because, the, to be honest, it's a brand that I've known all the time. But when I knew it, it was being sold in models. It was being sold as one or two sweatshirts, nineteen ninety nine. The sweatpants. It was something that you could easily purchase and just run out of the store, and that was something you would use every day it wasn't special it wasn't viewed as something fashionable and when i saw the lord and taylor ad i thought wait is this brand trying to go high fashion now or at least raise the the level of of where it is so i did some digging on this and i thought why would they be one why would they be in lord and taylor from the high fashion standpoint is that where they're going but also two lord and taylor is a little bit more of a stale brand for me it doesn't have the same type of energy that you would expect if they're trying to revamp this brand so when I grew up, and, and I saw an Esquire article talking about this, they were saying that it's one of the most popular brands of the 90s. I didn't really feel that way because there were so many others. I mean, for us, it was FUBU, Tommy Hilfiger, Nautica, um, and I could go down the, the huge list, but Champion wasn't really high up on the list. Like I said, it was just something that was there. So that was interesting to see that that was now being you know celebrated as this brand of the 90s but i will say in the last year or two i've started to see it pop up mainly through i think celebrities and influencers embracing the brand and that has to be brand directed because they wouldn't just pick it up off the shelf out of the blue but it's a a concentrated strategy that i've seen influencers are always kind of rocking the champion clothing in the way that we saw converse come back and go from you know a storied brand that became a little bit more of a throwback brand uh, in the last maybe decade but specifically in the last five years you're seeing it pop up everywhere it's now stylish you can wear it with casual clothing people are wearing it with weddings my cousin got married um, and the shoes he wanted all us to wear were the chuck taylors and the you know white chuck taylors with a gray suit and vest and and i mean 
I think, do we have tie? We had bow ties on. I mean, so we were formal, but here we are in our chucks. And that's just something that you can celebrate as a brand when you see customers kind of picking it up, but it's also something you can direct. And the way that they chose to stay relevant was to reinsert the brand and make it cool again through the people actually out there wearing them. And I think that's what Champion is doing. And it's pretty interesting. I saw um, the hip hop pop. Let's stick with pop, probably. Um, Star Khalid. That's really where I started to see it, and him representing the brand. And you kind of see it explode in multiple areas in terms of who's wearing this this clothing. And then you started to see them do some interesting partnerships with companies like Supreme, Undefeated, um, A Bathing Ape. These are all the brands that are out there killing it from a, a fashion standpoint and the cool factor that they want to build in. So that was their way of staying relevant. So just in you know a couple of minutes, we've talked about two different ways. One way might be narrowing your focus and kind of pushing profits and redefining yourself and figuring out a way to stay relevant that way by focusing on the things that are going to work for you, but also work for your target audience. And another way may be expansion and partnerships and really thinking through who you're going to tap from an influencer standpoint, from other companies that are kind of in that fashion echelon or, or any other part of the sector that you really want to be in and want to be associated with. It might require you expanding via partnerships to get that relevance. But the overall point here and our, our one quick point for today is stay relevant. So think about it. What are you going to do to stay relevant? And I'm going to definitely be doing that as well. So thanks for listening. And until next time.